Hello and welcome to Rage Across the Internet presents Wherever Gaia Takes Us, a World of the Apocalypse Let's Play. Starring Daniel Tyson as Ricochet, CJ as Nightfang, Melissa as Hippolytus Shadow, Tommy Dixon as Walks with Anubis, and I'm your storyteller Porter. Wherever Gaia Takes Us, Chapter 8, The Cost. Suddenly you hear sounds. Animals running toward you, at least four coming directly at you. Two other, larger animals from the ledge above. It all happens so fast. Out of the shadows of the woods you see them, four fully grown cedars bearing directly for KT. From the ridge above you see two forms leaping to intercept. The wind shifts, offering sense of Bodhi and Mia, each landing upon a cedar. The other two, however, evade. You can almost hear the ravenous stamping of their jaws as they leap at KT. The world moves in slow motion now. As the cedars lunge in for the kill, KT screams, her hands up to protect her face. Her eyes erupt in a bright white light and you can see the shockwave hit the air. It hits the cedars, their flesh rippling as it passes through them, as if erasing their bodies only to replace them with a kaleidoscope of butterflies. The young girl goes limp, and all goes quiet. Mia and Bodhi insist on taking the unconscious KT back to the cabin rather than her place. They elect to take Dante with them in case the girl wakes up mid-transport. Leaving Cassie, Ricochet, and Nightfang standing in the woods to collect their thoughts. What the hell? Like, we all saw that, right? The, you know, cedars doing the um, 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 and then butterflies, like, yeah, I'm just gonna go sit down for a minute. I need to collect my thoughts. Like, of all the things I expected to see there, it was not that. Like, I know she took care of the scribes before, but I was expecting more, like, smiting, not whatever that was if something happened. <laughs> Cassie's just going to plop down on the ground and just, like, try to work through what she just saw. Because there's no thing that anyone has ever told her that would connect the dots to that. Pacing six steps one direction, six steps back, back and forth. Just mumbling to myself. Why? What and why? How? If... If, if she knew... Does she know? Was it on purpose? Just... Still don't know why. Yeah, gonna shift down into Lupus and go like sniff around the spots where the transformation happened. So, uh, Ricochet, you think that this is a more uh, credit to Bodhi's thought process, or was it Mia that suggested maybe she's a mage? I still can't get. That around my head? 
that that's a thing, apparently. Is she, though? And if she is? If she is, does she even know she is? I mean, she didn't remember doing anything to the Scrags. I figured, like, with her passing out and everything, whatever she's doing, she might be overdoing and passing out, not remembering, or, you know, if she knew, she might have a little bit more control and not pass out. I know nothing about mages. I don't know. But I I would feel like maybe they would remember. There's a really good chance that when she wakes up, she's going to have no clue what we're talking about. Yeah, that's going to be fun to try to explain. It's like in her terror or fear, something just explodes out from her as almost like a protection mechanism. Right? Because we haven't seen this sort of stuff before. This is the first time we've actually seen it. So maybe it's something within her that's protecting her when she is in her most dangerous place in whatever right it is because discriminate yeah i mean scrag cedars it it doesn't seem to matter it just when she's in danger butterflies remind me never to startle her yeah and we were worried about the silver gun okay okay um all right brain needs to focus so from player to storyteller do i smell anything off with like that general area or like i know with the scrags we smell like the rotting slash like composting well i mean you can clearly smell the cedar um Mm -hmm. that scent is the same and there's a very um Bit of an ozone smell mixed in. Okay. I don't know how to, I don't know if butterflies even have a fucking scent, to be honest. So we're just. Ozone. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, ozone anyway, but, you know. But if, you know, like, I mean, butterflies smell like candy. I don't fucking know, but. It's more like a fresh it, scent, fresh air smell. Like, it doesn't reek of oil or anything really funky or, like, suddenly smell like Orange Crush, so definitely can scratch some of those weird stuff off the, uh... Orange Crush? <laughs> what, where are we? What, what, hey. What's the relationship hey, the between most, those two? Yeah, why Orange Crush kind of smells good. I was good. going with the most random thing possible for maybe wild-related. <laughs> is that like being Because there's no correlation there. Is that like being caught between a can opener and an old boot? Probably. <laughs> Yeah, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh boy, just grasping at straws. So, 
how much of this do we try to tell her if she doesn't remember? Because I don't even think I would believe it if I was her. I would think that we've told her nothing about what this is because we've never seen it. We only heard about it in passing. No, I mean, when like, she like, wakes up, like what, like how much of all this are we going to try to tell her all at once or? Oh God. Um, well, it's back to that. Should we, shouldn't we thing? No, let's just worry about Dante. Mia and Bodhi are there. If she wakes up, let's just trust they'll be able to handle it. We can't worry about that right now. Right. So do we want to check on Lisa? Or do we want... Because right now, our kind of corner piece, like... The two boys have been dealt with, which kind of solves the murder of his family in a weird way. Lisa is still an unknown piece at this point. We don't know if she was also turned as well because she was part of that club. Yeah, something with the scratching that still doesn't sit right with me. And then... So now we have KT safe. Yeah, but as why safe, was KT as safe as she here? possibly can be. But, but why was KT even here? She, she was got grabbed. Did, did she get grabbed? Was she. Was her curiosity gets the better of her again? I don't think so. And, and remember, she came here und- over the shoulder of. So maybe she. Uh, Maybe we should take this one step at a time. I vote we should go back to the house to check out. Just, you know, maybe clean up a little after ourselves, get rid of some evidence. And also, wasn't there something weird going on in the Ember over there? Oh, that's right. The um, the shed. And then after that, maybe we go check out KT's place yeah. to see if we can find Lisa yeah. or maybe what's left of Lisa. Yeah, because they may have overpowered uh, Lisa. All right, let's check the house out then. Okay. Or do you want to check the shed first? I mean, that that kind of caught everyone's curiosity, right? Yeah, it's all the same area. Yeah, I don't understand why. You don't understand why? I don't understand why you guys were so fascinated with that fucking shed. Because you said it was a glint of light. No, was... I didn't. Not at the shed. In the Umbra was, but like... Nope. Where the shed was, it was a glint. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we really want to go check out that shed? I mean, you can. You're going back to the house. You can't go to the house without going to the shed, but you guys just yeah. made up a bunch of shit about that shed that wasn't true. <laughs> it's in the Umbra where the shed would have been. <laughs> okay. I, I remember something being that, being brought up during the thing, but once again, two months. <laughs> Yeah, there was, yeah, there was, you saw a little bit of glinting in, in the brush between the house and the shed. It had nothing to do with the shed. You guys just made that up. Well, let's, let's check the house. <laughs> okay, let's okay. deal with the house first, and then we can go from there. I mean, at the very least, maybe we just set this house on fire. 
There's too much here. All right. <clears throat> as you make your way back um, onto the property from the woods, as you recall, the tree line is, you know, it was it was attached to the property or at right. the end of the property. Um, you start to make your way back to the property. You can see. Um, actually, let's get some perception rolls. Are we still far enough in the woods that Lupus wouldn't be super standout-ish? Oh, I'm not letting you guys get out of the woods yet. <laughs> in fact, you're not out of the woods yet, boys. Okay, okay. Just <laughs> sit, out, sit out of there. Yeah. All right. Then uh, I'm going to switch to Lupus to do so. Or, no, it's not going to at all. Forget it. Forget I said that. Weird dice, you creep. Three. Three. Five. Okay. Uh, that's enough for all of you. Uh, as you get close to the edge of the tree line, you can see the property from where you are. Um, you'll note there are two vans in the street. Let's do, uh, let's do another one real quick at diff eight. Which I apologize for making you do two in a row, well, but I worded it I weirdly. I will touch them. I'll let you see it. Okay. Three. Two. Four. Jesus. <laughs> well, fuck, guys. All right. <laughs> so, you see two vans parked out in the street. Uh, you know, uh, white vans. Uh, two more, however, uh, both painted a peculiar shade of green, sit at the side of the driveway near the brush. You almost overlooked them entirely. Um, you see uh, several... Um, approximately 10 to 15 men on site. They're all wearing coveralls and gloves. Um, there are three standing in the front yard, uh, standing stationary, one with a clipboard. He's talking to the other two, making particular gestures. Um, where you saw the glinting in the trees earlier, there are two men. Um, they seem to be messing with something there. There's a third wiping down the porch railings. You can see uh, a couple of the people want milling about have automatic weapons. A couple people are leaving, uh, coming, walking outside of the front door, going to one of the vans. They're hauling garbage bags. They're working hard, working fast. Stay low. It's a cleanup crew. They're just a second too late. Or like, we're a second too late. Like, I don't see any fucking cops anywhere. And, like, I doubt an investigation has been done into these gruesome murders. What the fuck are they doing here? I don't know, but we're not going back to the house. Or Jesus, what the fuck? What do they know? And how? How the fuck do they know? We need to get out of here. We need to you go. Want to take the Umbra to make sure that none of these guys can see that? Can get a chance of knowing we were here? Yeah. Yeah, let's just go. Gauntlet rating. Five. 
Okay. Oh. Minus one for salmon. Oh my god. That was an aggressive roll. It was. It, it rolled out of my hand and onto my desk. So it's four because of salmon. One. Two. Two. Wow, you guys. <laughs> yeah, we get the best fucking perception alertness rolls we can, and we can't cross the gauntlet. You actually saw <laughs> up the butthole of one of those gentlemen. That's how good your perception <laughs> rolls were. Oh, we're getting them out of the way for whatever combat happens. Right, the, the guy <laughs> the, the guy who was carrying some of the body parts out, he's he's got uh, prostate cancer, and you all know that before his doctor does. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, slowly, the three of you, <laughs> with a Herculean effort, ran the super low gauntlet I gave you. <laughs> you you slowly tear your way through to uh, find yourself in the Umbra Ricochet, um, as it takes you the longest. Uh-huh. One of the last things you see before you cross into the shadow is a black town car pulling up to the street behind the first two vans. And now you guys are in the Umbra. It's um very Umbrasque. <laughs> you know, you can again, well, you, you know, you see the facade of the house. You know, the grass is just a little taller. The trees are a little, you know, bigger, greener. It's there's nothing out of the ordinary. Um, I'll let you hold on to some of that uh, super perception roll from earlier, just because I'm a sweet guy. So you can hear a little skittering from inside the house. Um, but largely things are quiet. Uh, the vans, however, um, there's, there's a little bit of... Uh, congregation of pattern spiders hmm. that are that are skittering about um, in particular in the uh, the area where those oddly colored those odd green bands were the ones you almost didn't see all right <sighs> it's safe to assume those are some fucking scrags in there and that's not something I really want to deal with right now that is, that is a fair assumption. So, I guess Katie's place is next? Yeah, we need to find out what the fuck. Again, why was she even here? Uh, and, if, and if she's here, who's protecting Lisa? Or better question, you know, if these guys are here cleaning this up, you know Katie was at her place. What if they're there too? Yeah. Let's let's go and find out. Two KDs. Okay. Now, before you do, are you guys sure you didn't want to? Do you want to stay at the at the house and go investigate that more? How many is there? <laughs> Fifteen. Holy fuck! <laughs> now, see, I would be very curious to find out, but no. Did you sure you don't want to? No, we really don't want to. Fifteen fucking scrags. No, no, not the, not, not not scrags. I mean the. The, the Fifteen people. of those uh, 
They have the the workers. Oh my god! <laughs> plus, I'm sure we could take it for well, around. Plus, whatever oh. was coming out of the town car. Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine something mm. was in there. If you're, you know, just mentioning it the last second. Well, I, yeah, I didn't get to this next paragraph there for him. This was the optional thing, though. So I wasn't really <laughs> counting on you guys coming back here, but just in case. Now, are you traveling through the Umber, or you go back to the Rump? I say we just get out of this area so we can get back to the Rump. What do you guys think? Agreed. Yeah. Probably not a bad idea. Just make sure we avoid any possible traces of the cleanup crew. Yeah. And or possible police, because I really, now that I'm thinking about it, really doubt they're even involved now. You think the police are involved? Oh, no, not at all, since they're not here anyway, and the cleanup crew. Now I'm thinking, like, we don't have to necessarily worry about them anymore, so don't have to stay in the Umbra. All right, then we're just going to get just out of the way, so back to the realm. Travel what you believe is a safe distance Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. pop back into the realm. And we're looking at, what, late at night now, right? No, mid-afternoon. Okay. I hope it's been a fucking month. <laughs> but so, yeah, you you guys are making your way for... KT's apartment. Okay. Something's not right. There are so many... So... So many things going wrong right now. So many questions, so few answers. I think we're getting close to a point where we might start being able to really pull out a few specific threads, but yeah, no, that that cleanup crew adds a lot more questions. I don't like this. This is where I'm thinking maybe we're starting to get to points where this is above our pay grade and we really should let the others know before we go off half-cocked on any of those investigations. You're not wrong. I also hate the fact that we gotta have our fucking hands held. let's, Let's get back to Katie's apartment first and then maybe... Maybe Far 4 has some fucking answers. Maybe. Real quick, if we find, you know, vans outside and everything, I say we just keep walking. Like, we don't even stop, we just keep going. Mm. Agreed. All right. Traveling through the woods, um, you find yourself at about a safe distance um, before shifting back to Hamid and going back to the... uh, I guess back to civilization proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find yourselves walking down Main Street. Um, does anyone want to throw down a perception roll? I make it this yes. time. That's up to y'all. All right, sure. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna do it anyway, just because at this point it's it's a morbid curiosity. No matter where I'm going, it's more of a paranoia at this point. I have no idea why. 
<laughs> I bet you don't. Uh, base diff? Yeah, yeah, I guess go standard. Okay. Four. If you have anything particularly impressive, like by way of tens, let me know. That might change something, but yeah. No, unfortunately, no tens, but I did get four successes. All right. Four. Two. All right. It seems to be uh, an average day here downtown. You don't see anything out of the ordinary. No suspicious fans. Okay. Give a quick peek around the corner, see how Dave's is looking before we walk up to KT's. Uh, Looks like a business establishment where they sell alcohol and food. Just making sure nothing out of the ordinary. Like some sort of bar and grill or something. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Perhaps owned by someone named Dave. I would imagine so. Any one of the servers that I don't recognize. Well, probably a lot. I mean, how many people yeah. do you know here? Well, I mean, if I've not yeah. seen before, I would imagine yeah, I've we've seen only been to Dave once. Work. Well, no, we've been to Dave's a few times, but we've also walked by here how many times? I mean, were you, were you studying the staff when you... No, but I can't imagine there's that many in there. I don't know. There, there aren't any monsters. I don't know what you're asking me here. What I mean, there's a bald man, and there's a lady, and then there's another lady, okay, and another man. All right, just, just and double checking. Someone who looks like a waiter, and there's some stools and good. some <laughs> good, good, good. Nobody with three arms carrying assault weapons and whatnot. Right, like you know, if there was like a T Rex in there, I think I would point that out. <laughs> it's ruled out by that normal thing. Got it. You're safe. Wouldn't that be a motherfucker if one of them turned into a T-Rex all of a sudden? Too? Yes. I would absolutely be judging you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> you wake up in Pangea. Well, shit. No wonder. Spoilers. It's chapter 12. <laughs> oh. So aside from creeping on the windows and Dave's, what are we doing? Not, not we creeping, got, we got, more just uh, kind of peeking around a corner. Sounds like a little creepy. Well, <laughs> but th- that distraction aside, what are we doing? Going if we don't see any vans, we're heading to KT's apartment. Uh, going upstairs. Uh, maybe we should send the Larsonist first. Just a couple checks since we did leave her and she still got grabbed. So who knows what might be waiting and she's good at being unseen. Oh me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did say the Larsonist. <laughs> I prefer selective chooser of lost things. All right. I'm heading up. I'm activating blur once I'm inside the door. Like once we get into the actual stairs right, that go up. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll activate blur and then. All right. Go ahead. 
with the gauntlet. It's uh, isn't blur based on the gauntlet rating? No, that was just no. That's 15. open seal. My mistake. Uh, three successes. All right, you have activated blur. And you are very blurry. And I up the stairs to Katie's apartment. The door is locked. Open seal. Because that's what people now- do when they leave the house. All right, you need a diff from me for open seal? Yeah, it's uh, the gauntlet rating. That's strange. Uh, seven. At least that was always my understanding. I could be wrong. Well, check your give sheet. <laughs> yeah, uh, gnosis difficulty the gauntlet. Huh. I'd have never guessed that for open no, seal. Me anyway, yeah, seven. All right, that's three successes. All right. You hear the latch of the door pop. Okay. And I open it. All right. You are aggressively in Katie's apartment. You can smell the uh, the scent of uh, kind of stale coffee. You know, a um, little bit of a. Uh, we are going to assume is Lisa's perfume mm-hmm. wafting through the air. Um, I mean, it, it's a new scent. I mean, you're in Hamid, but it's it's strong enough, and you hadn't smelled that in KT's before, so just it's a fair assumption. Um, the lights are off. You know, there's some sunlight pouring in through the windows and all, but at a glance, it appears empty. I'm going to confirm that it is empty, so I'll just sort of prowl around. All right. You probably don't, but in in my mind, you walk on the tips of your toes. Each footstep making a different music note. Do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> the trick is to walk on the sides of your feet. The outsides. Well, that that was like a if you do that. No, there's no music note. No, it is. It's, I'm the storyteller, Patch. It absolutely is. Okay, fine. In fact, it's audible to other people now. See, you've just made that real, and it, you've made the game worse. You're welcome. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. You're welcome. Is that better, buddy? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Ten out of ten. No, the place is empty. No one okay. is home. Okay, I will. Do I sense worm here? I don't know. Use sense worm. Oh, I can use sense worm. I'll okay. use sense worm. Two. I got two tens, so. All right. Um, I mean, you don't sense anything particularly special. Um, you are in the middle of, uh, I mean, you're downtown. Yeah. So there's residual, but there's nothing particularly potent that you're sensing. Okay. There's nothing that's outstanding. So like Lisa or anything like that. Okay. Um, I am going to go down and get the boys. It's all clear. 
Nothing? There's nobody home. I didn't put any lights on. I just smell perfume. I smell KT's scent. I smell sort of Lisa's scent. I don't smell blood. I don't smell worm. So, so I don't know where taken, they are. So she wasn't taken from here? No. I don't think so. And if you had to break in? The door was locked. Right, so now, I don't know if she left us a note. I couldn't see because I didn't turn any lights on. There may be a note up there, but I just wanted to scout around and see if there was any other bodies. The point is, if she locked it, she wasn't taken. She left on her own accord. If she was taken, why would they bother locking it behind them? At least, but why would, but why would Lisa take her out of somewhere safe? Like, why would she leave? Lisa was terrified. Why would they leave unless she was convinced to go? Yeah, and that's the thing. If she was convinced to go, maybe they were going to go someplace where the rest of their friends were. You know, strength of numbers and all that. Like, I grabbed partway through. Like, we know her house isn't... Like an active crime scene or anything, so she could potentially come back here after everything's settled down. You want to go check Lisa's house? I don't think we need to. I think we've checked everywhere that we necessarily needed to check just to make sure, you know, Katie's going to be safe for the future, more or less. I'm going to go back into the apartment to see if. KT left us a note. You know, like, hey, we decided to go to X location. Because we did tell her to stay put. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How has that worked out in the past? It's not worked out very well at all, but... We were very stern this time. <laughs> we were yeah. really meant it. Uh, I can give it to you, or you can do a perception alertness. It's like I'm fine with either one. Uh, difficulty six? Mm-hmm. Four. Yeah, there, there ain't no note. Yeah, she doesn't know we can break into her house, and I doubt she expected us to, so I really doubt she would have left it a note. You don't know. This girl knows we can do stuff that... She yeah. knows we can turn into werewolves? That's yeah. It. But, anyways, it was just a thought. That was absolutely no harm in checking, right? Yeah. Okay, so... we want to go check any place out or do we want to go see how KT's doing? I am concerned about her. I'm at a very big loss right now. This is only telling us she... I'm at a huge loss right now. I don't understand so many things. She... She left on her own accord. 
Yeah. Or was encouraged. I doubt it. (laughs) I doubt she was encouraged. (sighs) What we know is that Ryan, uh, a friend of hers, was a gorehound. Um, Lisa's boyfriend was some sort of Fomori or... We can assume another gorehound. Or another gorehound. So that's three. Right? So what if... Lisa had a similar power of persuasion. I don't know. And convinced her to leave. But we don't know where she left, too. And she may have left led KT straight into a trap, in which case that's how she ended up on the shoulder of Desmond. KT doesn't need persuasion. Her curiosity gets the best of her every time so far. I know, but all she would need is one little push to that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I mean. I think us yeah. us going to look was enough for her to go. Maybe she followed us. Maybe she was there before we were. <laughs> Fucking girl, she's. She's the goddamn wild card. Hmm? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so. We know where KT is. Do we go looking for Lisa? Or do we just go back to Far 4 and see if he's got some fucking answers? I don't know if we have to go after Lisa right now. Like, we've got her sense. We've got other ways of finding her. So she might not be the problem that we have to solve right now. There are other members of this high street horror society that we haven't investigated. I don't think any of them are a concern right now. Plus also, you know, how are we going to find them if we don't know where they live? Remember, we got the list of all of them. Yeah, Cassie grabbed addresses. Oh, yeah. We can go back, touch base with KT, see how she's doing, find maybe find out why she left and where she was headed to, and then go from there. I think you're right. I think um, I, I think KT is going to be able to hopefully piece everything together. No, no, I don't. I don't think she will. I think we're going to try and get what we can out of her and have to piece it together ourselves. Probably. But, I mean, hey, we've checked out point A. We've checked out point B. KT knows at least some of what's in between. Yeah. All right. Let's, Let's head back to the cabin. See what we can... Get a few more puzzle pieces for this. At the very least, we'll find out if she's okay. Yeah. That would make me sleep easier. I think with Mia, Bodhi, and Dante there, I think she's okay. The three of them can 
protect her if need be. Yeah, she's got a pretty fucking badass bodyguard detail right now. All right. Let's head back to the cabin. All right. Sounds good. And, uh, searching for creepy vans as we're going. Anything suspicious? Out of the norm. Yeah, I thought you'd just travel through the woods like normal to get there quickly. As we're leaving, I mean, sorry. Oh. I already gave you the everything's fine. Yeah, no free candy signs or anything. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Could really use a blow pop. Breezing. I know. I even tried saying it slower. This guy. Could really use a blow pop. This this fucking guy. Go ahead. You know what? You you see a one arm a large one armed man with a helicopter blade walking down the street. He's smashing himself in the face with the fucking blade. <laughs> the flat of it, just like just You hear muttering, stupid, stupid, every other head. <laughs> well done. All right. So you guys, obviously, um, you know the path by now. You make your way back to the cabin. Obviously, um, you, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Clop up right to the entrance. Are we knocking? We try on the door just straight away. How we? What are we doing? How how comfortable do we feel here? Oh, let's yeah. Uh, double knock and then open the door. Uh-huh. It's unlocked, so you're good. The right page. Just you know, at least making our presence aware. That's fair. There weren't any sweeping consequences to that. I was just curious how you were going to handle it. All right. Uh, you open the door and are, are hit directly in the face with a nice uh, cloud of cigarette smoke and uh, crisp, cool air from the air conditioning. So that's a, it's a fun combination greeting you as you walk inside. Uh, <laughs> At least we know someone's home. Right. Uh, the, the TV's on. Uh, you can see Mia's laying on the couch. <laughs> she, the price is right. She looks pretty bored. Ashtray sitting on her stomach, cigarette hanging out of her mouth. She gives you guys a nod. Everything good? Yeah, like, welcome back and drunk. You guys uh, just missed Dante, though. Dodger grabbed him to run an errand. All right. And KT? Mia raises her hand, pointing with her thumb. Uh, to behind the couch over in the general direction of one of the side rooms. And she's like still asleep. She say anything or hasn't woken up yet? Still asleep. She mumble anything in her sleep? She said Ricochet's hot. I doubt that, but thanks. You, it's a, it's 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 audio. You have to verbalize that. No. <laughs> that full body eye roll needs to be shared with the world. Cassie rolls her eyebrow. 
close her eyes. So, uh, Mia, what, what's your take on that whole uh, cedars exploding and the butterflies thing? Well, like, that was goddamn bonkers. Yeah. Uh-huh. At that point, I'm going to sit in the chair next to the couch, since she's laying down the entire thing. We might also have some more weirdness to throw on top of that just absolute crazy cyclone that's tearing through this place right now. <laughs> Went back to the house where we found the gore hounds that had picked her up, which led her running through the woods, and, well, there were like 15 guys outside with vans and guns carrying out trash bags. Does he blood seconds, modern man? Yeah, it was an entire cleanup crew. Fire four steps in from uh, from the kitchen. Big surprise. We are expecting uh, Dave shortly. Uh, I think perhaps it is time for a meeting. No. Yeah. Probably not a bad idea. Yeah, I think all of us, our heads put together, could maybe start piecing this together because there, there's so much missing. This picture is not making much sense. We will uh, reconvene once Dave gets here. In the meantime, Far Four shrugs and makes his way outside, opening a pack of cigarettes as he does. Yeah, we also still have some uh, something we need to discuss. Pack meeting? Outside? Um, Sounds good. Okay. So, there's probably no good way to, like, start this off without things getting really fucking awkward, but we did have the whole issue of, yeah, Cassie, you took the lead for this one, and, well, there was a lot of moments that I think a choice need to be made in the moment, but we took forever to do anything. That's not saying that it didn't happen when I was in charge but but I also with all due respect Cassie you think any of the decisions you made as Alpha brought this pack closer together I made some good decisions yes I involved you and respected your thoughts and opinions and in most times I actually took you up on whatever you suggested. I didn't dismiss you as you've dismissed me or Dante for that matter. But there were plenty of moments that you weren't thinking about the pack. I mean, remember whenever we were talking about how to get into the trailer and you suggested, hey, I've got blur. I can get in the front door. Yeah, because you don't have blur. Yeah, then how was the rest of the pack going to get in? It was your call. It was me scouting out to make sure it was safe for you. Right? Because I don't want to put your life at risk. And shut up, 14-year-old boy. Just shut the hell up. You are not a superhero. You are a 14-year-old boy. So shut up. I have listened to you talk me down as beta 
and you are younger than me and you have a you're a boy so fuck no. i'm younger than everybody here rage both of you <sighs> jesus <laughs> i'm the youngest one here of course i'm gonna be making some you know inexperienced calls because yeah i'm still fucking kid but i'm doing the best i can yeah I mean, and you know, so who's called was it to and so jump I. into the trailer from all different places instead of working together in one spot why would we try to bung up a like a choke point that is would you do that ricochet would you shove all your warriors together in a little choke point no Nobody would do that. Nobody would do that. Nobody with half a brain would do that. Yeah, but I wouldn't split everybody just, just, up across I'm not, every I, inch. I'm done listening to you right now. So you you say that I didn't do anything good. Okay, that's fine. No, you didn't say you didn't do anything no good. I'm saying you that. were. No, you're telling me that I did nothing of value. No, you did nothing better nope. than what Ricochet would have. Well, then fine. Ricochet can be Alpha. I don't fucking care anymore. as well. I'm not 14. He is. You're okay with him being Alpha? No, I'm not okay with either of you being Alpha. I'd rather have Dante as Alpha. But that's not my choice, and Dante's not here. So we're fucking having challenge. a patch meeting without Dante. Then fucking challenge. He's right here. care. I don't care. I, I just don't care anymore. I'm trying to do the best I can for everybody. And none of us are working together. None of us. It, Your it's job is to make sure that we're supposed to be working together. Okay. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And Cassie is just basically just going to stop talking at this point. Like, yes, you made some pretty good calls with the scouting ahead, which, hey, that's your job. You're the ragabash. Of course, you're going to be the best scout out of all of us. But, hey, when we were trying to figure out how we were getting into the trailer originally, yeah, you focused on, I can break in. In broad daylight in front of everybody. Yeah, you can get in on scene, but what if, you know, me, being the youngest one here, you know, tripped, stumbled, knocked over a trash can, that entire little fucking choir would have seen us. When, you know, hey, I think it was, was it Ricochet or, I don't know, me who suggested, hey, let's try the Umbra. At this point, I'm pacing a few steps back and forth again. Like, it's so obvious that a 14-year-old could think of it. Why not you? Instead, you focused on what you were good at. Yeah, you asked the pack of everything, but didn't. Yeah, and when the umber when the umber was raised, I went, yeah, great idea. I give credit where credit is due. You know what? <laughs> and yet you're calling me, what was it, a moron before? Uh, just being yeah. a boy and not being able to fucking do any of this shit? I mean, who... Was it that Ice the first Scrag without any issues, completely solo on his own that time? Like, I can hold my own. Yeah, and I did too. 
You're not the only one. You're not the only one, boy. I will say, in fairness, I didn't see who actually took out the second one because, well, was being bit, but... Hold on. It's one of those things of, like, hey, this nope. was temporary alpha. You think you could do a better job? Fucking challenge. Hold on. Me, no. and- Hold on. I'm... Hold no. on. Hold on. We're not here to measure. We can all handle our own. We're here to see if we can handle it as a pack. And who can lead. Nothing you did, Cassie, was above anything that I did. No one's saying you made poor decisions. It was if you could do better than I could. It is not fair to have a vote without Dante. Who fucking said this was democracy? We're trying to figure out who's in charge. Yeah, Dante's not here. He can have his say when he gets here. He can make a challenge if he's not happy either. We put you in charge temporarily to see if you would do better. And we. from yeah, we. we. Yes. <laughs> we. we. The Philodox no. who issued no. the challenge. Uh-uh. You allowed me the option, and I took it. And it was to see if you could do better than I could. Yeah. We didn't say you would be the alpha, just temporarily. I just showed you a different options of way to do it. Not that it was going to be better, because we're all the same rank. It, that's all it was, is to show you the different options that you could do. Because as a ragabash, that's my job. And I did. I did a different way of doing things. Not that it was going to be better. Not that it was going to, it was just going to be different to show you that maybe a different voice might have a different solution to a same problem. That's all it was. If I do so recall, if you, you want, were the one saying you would be doing a much better job than any of us. Okay. All right, fine. You can have your alpha ship. You can have your beta ship. And I'm just going to peace out at this point. Like I said, if you really care this much, fucking do the challenge. Make it official. I don't care. Then why are you getting so fucking hung up on this? Why are you getting so fucking hung up on who the beta is? And why would you peace out if you didn't care? Like, this is a thing that needs to be solved now. We can't have this keep coming up every other week, every other day. This is what I'm saying. Like, if you think you could do a better job, fucking challenge him. Let's get it settled here and now while we're in relative safety, at relative peace. We're not on the job and we got time right now. There is no better time or place for this. Yes, I would love to have Dante here, but in reality, it's a challenge. It doesn't matter about the others. Here's the thing. She might not have made any decisions better than I would have. But I also don't think I made the best decisions either. We're all still brand fucking new. I can see that. And I'm like, come on, we need somebody to actually step up and take it. If you want it, take it. 
challenge either one of you or ricochet i'd say still be the alpha or hell if neither one of y'all are willing to do it fuck it i'll take it you okay being led by a 14 year old if you really don't want it that badly from here i'm i take my bandana off i'm gonna draw a circle a fairly larger circle around the three of us with my foot in the dirt. Grab this, please. Both of you. Now reach my hand out with the bandana. She'll grab it. Walk up, grab it. What's the plan? Last one in the circle, holding the bandana, takes leadership. I can agree with this. No, I, I got the visual. I'm just not sure if, like, are we tug of warring or is we gonna like, yeah, start it's, it's throwing punches? Or well, at that point, it's everyone's got it right, and it's the last one to let go. Or yeah, last one to let go. So you let Impromptu go. Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> you let go, or you step out of the circle. You're out. Cassie will let go. She'll step out of the circle. She will look to Ricochet. I pledge my allegiance to you, Alpha. That's not how this challenge works. So, if that's the case, I will also let it go and back out of the circle. Like Pig's looking just a little dumbfounded right now as that, like, he was getting, like, fully braced and stanced ready for... Like somebody to throw a punch. Wait, what? It's yours. You take control of this pack. Okay. I mean, that. I was the one saying, like, hey, yeah, challenge if you want it. And clearly she didn't want it. <laughs> I gave you every opportunity you could, Cassie. No, I was willing to fall in line with you, Ricochet. Because I recognize that while I may have different opinions and different thoughts and different choices, it's not easy leading this pack of cats. And you do an adequate job. In fact, more than adequate job. So I would have followed you. I'll go over to Ricochet and give him back the bandana. Well, if you really don't want this outcome, you know what to do. I don't think being adequate at this position was going to be good enough. Ricochet, anyone, whether it be me, whether it be Nightfang, whether it be Dante, all of us would be adequate because we just don't have the knowledge to do this. But I think with you willing to listen to all of us and all of our combined experiences, you will be a great alpha. You might be right. But you need to listen. Even if you don't take our advice, 
at least consider it. And that's why I felt so ignored. All advice was listened to. It didn't feel like it. Well, it didn't feel like it because I didn't take it. I didn't take it because I didn't think it was correct. Doesn't mean I didn't hear it. Well, it means a lot hearing you say that. So, as I said, I will follow you. I would like to point out just one little thing real quick, Cassie. Just who has it been that's been trying to uh, keep this pack Mm -hmm. fucking together? Mm -hmm. Night Fang feels a um, something strike the back of his head. It's something light. This isn't a damage thing. Um, Okay. But you feel uh, the back of your head. Uh, you turn to see what it is. It's it's a cigarette butt. Far four leaning on the railing of the porch, having watched all of this. He shakes his head looking at the three of you. This is uh, very educational, but um, perhaps the way your party is uh, unity, no? And that's what I've been trying to do this whole time. Like, hey, when these two were at each other's throat, I went to go fucking talk to Dante first. Then I was going to go talk to Ricochet. But you already had that covered, so I let you. <laughs> and maybe it is in the past and we move on, no? Yeah. Soccer, Sorry you had to see that far far. Eh, he's not saying on TV. Cassie, you might be right. I might be a good leader one day. But today is not that day. If you're going to follow me, you'll have to do it while I follow Nightfang. What say you? That was bad. <laughs> Verily. <laughs> Are we all in agreement? She sort of grits her teeth and through like a clenched jaw. For sake of pack unity, I will follow the boy. Sorry, the alpha. For unity. Yeah, you know, you could at least give me a fucking chance before you start talking down to me. We gave you a chance. My turn. For unity, Nightfang. Yeah. I'm right there with you, man. Unity. Got to find a balance somehow. Must be at each other's throats forever. Our apologies, Far Four. Before Dave gets here, anything you might be able to uh, add in here? Maybe a little advice. Four stands upright, kind of shaking his head a um, little bit in disbelief. Uh, he's certainly a lot of arguing. Uh, maybe get over it. You are a fucking pack that is a, uh, a single unit. Uh, cut the shit. Is, is, your, is your feelings hurt there? Too fucking bad. You have a job to do, no? You must work together. 
fight and let the fight go. I can respect that. Farfora's eyes shift, suddenly looking past you. He gives a bit of a nod. Looking behind you, you see Dave walking up the drive, his steps quick and light, a pair of sunglasses covering his eyes, and a half a day stubble accompanying the flawless smile on his face. It's about time. We shall get started. No? And that'll do it for now. Make sure to tune in in two weeks for the next chapter of Wherever Guy Takes Us, and next week for the regular episode of Rage Across the Internet. If you like what we do, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody, and you can always jump onto our Ko-Fi to uh, give us a little support that, well, trust me, we desperately need. You can find that at uh, ko-fi slash internet, and you can find us here the same place you found us last week. So be sure to tune in and have some fun with us. You take it easy.